This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Rising concerns about inflation and the resurgence of COVID 19 infections among the unvaccinated walloped Wall Street on Monday with major benchmarks suffering their worst decline since May, even as quarterly earnings continue to reflect a strengthening economic rebound. This week's batch of earnings will include industry leaders like Netflix and Johnson & Johnson, offering a fuller picture of how companies are faring as more parts of the economy reopen in the spring and early summer. According to data from Bank of America, second-quarter earnings per share are tracking 3.5% above consensus, led by financials, with raised guidance and better-than-expected top-line results also strong. But fears about a resurgence in coronavirus cases drove the Nasdaq and S&P 500 to their biggest drop in two months and sent benchmark yields to their largest decline in over three months. The darkening mood overshadowed anticipation about retail trading upstart Robinhood, which early Monday filed its prospectus to go public at a valuation of $35 billion. The platform is targeting a $2 billion capital raise and aims to price the stock within a range of $38 to $42 per share. Monday's steep drop built on last week's declines, when major benchmarks gave up early gains and closed in the red as traders digested a slew of earnings results and June consumer spending data that blew away expectations. However, a print on consumer sentiment disappointed, hinting at growing price pressures that may derail the recovery. In Europe, bursas sank as the United Kingdom celebrated its Freedom Day, which ironically began with the Prime Minister and the Chancellor having to isolate after being notified they came into contact with someone who was COVID-19 positive. The incident refocused attention on the Delta variant, which is driving a surge of new cases across the U.S., and sent the safe-haven 10-year Treasury bond yield to its lowest levels since early March. In Los Angeles, indoor masking requirements have made a comeback, with other regions considering similar measures. Concerns that the Delta mutation will slow or even reverse the recovery efforts appear to be sapping risk-taking appetites, said Mark Chandler, chief market strategist at Bannockburn Global Forex. Last week, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell suggested it was still too early for the central bank to step in and dial back some ultra-accommodative monetary policies to rein in inflation. Given the labor market and other areas of the economy still need to recover more fully from the pandemic, the composition of recent data suggests that inflation will largely prove transitory, as the Fed has stated, said Ryan Dietrich, LPL Financial's chief market strategist, in a note to clients last week. 
Just how long transitory will prove to be is the big question. We are in the middle of the season when we expected to see some hot prints, so this week has not necessarily been a surprise, Dietrich added. But with each passing report, market participants will be increasingly anxious to see those numbers start to moderate. Against the backdrop of surging demand in prices, corporate America continues to surprise investors to the upside with second-quarter earnings results. About 8% of S&P 500 companies have reported results so far, mostly banks. Of those reporting, 85% have topped estimates, according to FactSet data. Banks, including Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Morgan Stanley, have topped consensus estimates, but have also showed signs of slowing growth beneath the hood in core business segments, as loan demand and fixed income trading came in lighter than expected. Late Sunday, Zoom, the company that became synonymous with remote working during COVID-19 lockdowns, announced an all-stock $15 billion deal to buy cloud provider 5.9. The video communications standout is facing stiffening competition from the likes of Facebook and Google, both of which are ramping up their video capabilities. Meanwhile, Wall Street is cautiously eyeing a growing resurgence of COVID-19 infections as the Delta variant takes hold. Last week, Los Angeles revived its indoor masking policy amid a jump in new coronavirus diagnoses, and as the U.S. case count set a three-month high, underscoring how the mass vaccination effort appears to have lost momentum. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.